Warbound Radio is geared towards reuniting and highlighting the warrior class of black society and the importance that still remains relevant regarding the uplifting and bolstering of black men. Through scripture, intelligent thought, and reflection, we can control our direction towards victory in higher planes. All clips utilized in this podcast are considered fair use. There is no tomorrow. Fear spills less blood. A single scar is worth a thousand cuts. This is from the Black Otter War. You cannot be afraid to move forward. You will not progress where you need to in life if you give up before trying. So many people around my workplace have this mentality. The mentality is that they like what they do. They're happy where they're at. They don't want to move forward. There's nothing wrong with being happy. Just like there's nothing wrong with liking what you do. If anything, it should be encouraged to like what you do. But nonetheless, if you're doing a detrimental job that is hazardous to your health or puts your body at risk, you need to think to yourself, I'm happy now in my 20s or in my 30s. But what about as I get older, as I, as I age, become elderly? Am I doing something that I can continue to be happy with? Is this job going to break me down? Is the thing that I'm trying to achieve in my life right now in my mediocrity? Is it good enough for the future? Is this as high as I can get on my platform of life? Tomorrow is not promised. We do not know what will happen. As Apollo Creed told Rocky, there is no tomorrow. What you need to do today should be done today. Should you do it today, then it makes for a better tomorrow. Should you put it off until tomorrow, there's no guarantee that that will happen. It's already hard enough that we as men end up taking the hard jobs. We don't really consider the detriment it is to our health. Me, myself, personally, I've I've taken hard jobs before. I've worked blue collar jobs. I've been in the chemical aspects of these jobs. I've been in the aspects where it's real easy to die. I've been in situations where my friends have died. I've been in other situations where I've heard that other people have died, normally around the summertime, due to dehydration. So, to say that you can like that job, I mean, I had that mentality. I was fine with that job. But eventually I got to the point where I couldn't continue to do that job because I had things that I had to achieve. And on top of that, as a man with the mentality to move forward and try and do better, being stuck there for so many years, you got a lot of people that end up getting complacent, but I myself, I was not content with being complacent. So, these are things you need to realize and things you need to think about because You may be happy where you're at now, 
But what does that happiness bring for your future? Tomorrow is not promised. Recently, I watched a man walking. And all of a sudden, he just fell down hard. He was walking on a, a hard surface. It was tiled. The man fell down hard, and it was so audible when his head hit the tile that he got a lot of people's attentions. So literally, it's like one minute you're walking, the next minute you're laying on the ground, literally wheezing in a puddle of your own piss because you wet your pants. Possibly even shit yourself. Excuse me for being blunt, excuse me for being vulgar, but it's true. And no one knows what was going through that man's mind at the time. I mean, he could have been thinking about work. He could have been thinking about trying to travel and get to his family. He could have been thinking about getting home to his wife. I don't even know if he knows. Because it happened abruptly. And the sad thing is that man died for a good five to seven minutes. Thankfully, if it wasn't for the fact that there was actual medical personnel near, nearby that man probably would have passed that day but he still decided to keep fighting his body wanted to keep breathing so that was the, the main thing that saved him as well as the EMTs but nonetheless it was the main thing that saved him the fact that he wanted to continue to be here if you're going to struggle to be here you cannot settle for mediocrity. Because the last thing we want to do is be in that man's situation. Don't get me wrong. He may have actually re reached the peak of what he was pursuing. He might have been in a situation where he has achieved his excellence and he's happy at his new platform of life. Or maybe he plan to be at that platform of life by the time he hit that age because this gentleman was older he was probably I don't know probably let's just say 70 possibly older but the fact that he was traveling alone he fell down hit his head pissed himself damn near actually did die Coded, wasn't supposed to be back and was given another chance at life. If anything, that image plays over and over and over in my head. I think to this day, I've never really been close to somebody dying like that until that, that happened. Not saying I've been around anybody that, that's died before, but that probably would be the first time that I've actually seen somebody die. And ironically enough, that actually made me think about what I need to do in my future. How can I get better to not just serve myself, but other people? We as men are supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be involved in our community. Our actions are supposed to inspire other people. Myself, I had the mentality that 
my actions were not doing enough, especially if I'm supposed to lead somebody or I'm supposed to be a person that society can trust to try and do the right thing or have the skills necessary to do certain things. It was at that moment on that day that I realized I was missing a lot. So admittedly, I am not at a better platform in my life. If anything, I do realize the mediocrity that I've been dealing with. And I also do realize the things that I have been afraid to move forward with and try to overcome. It's real easy to give up, especially in our situation. If it wasn't for the fact that I've had friends, families, family members, groups of people that actually may be going through similar situations or or may have gone through a situation like that and have better advice than I can gather for myself. If it wasn't for that, honestly, I think myself as well as possibly other people would still be on the run no matter what. Running away from the success that awaits them over that horizon, but without the willpower to move forward and get to that point, you're going to get into your mind that the journey towards that horizon isn't worth it. It's better just to stay comfortable. Comfortable is killer. It's not safe to be comfortable. You have to focus on your great journey because you are the only one that can make it. If you're not willing to take the first step, no one is going to follow you. There will not be anybody behind you. There will not be people beside you to support you. But if anything, you will always have people in front of you to keep you from moving forward to where you need to go. There will always be opposition. And if anything, that opposition will be there to funnel you into positions that they can benefit you, benefit from you failing. That's why you should not live like that. If anything, we have to be bolder. We have to control our narrative. We have to set our minds towards goals that are necessary, especially when they involve our future. I remember stating in the previous episode, matter of fact, the first episode of Warbound Radio on the Black Powder podcast, as men, we have the highest suicide rate in America. I believe it's around 22%. 11% of that is, is made up of black men. If anything, we're not moving forward. We're not progressing our generation towards better, better heights. We're not creating a stronger foundation. With 11% of us dying, no matter what the age is, 11% of black men are dying. Which means that the social foundation that could provide that backing for men who are afraid to move forward isn't there. If it is, it's slowly deteriorating. As I stated in the previous episode, we need to come together as men to make sure that the foundation that is there 
is the bedrock of what is going to get us to the next level. Fear spills less blood. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. I know that comes from a movie, but nonetheless it's true. Most of us in our fear are afraid of dealing with our dark side because we're so comfortable in what we think is the right and safest route to go. To the point where we may continue to eat that food that we know isn't good for us. We may continue to smoke that weed despite the fact that we haven't taken care of our issues. We may continue to drink our social problems away or our, our fears or our shortcomings away. But nonetheless, when we come to from all of these situations, no matter how we try and comfort ourselves, when we come back to reality, those same problems will be there. And if anything, those same problems will be bigger. A single scar is worth a thousand cuts. In order to even get that scar, you have to put in the work. You cannot be afraid to put in the work. You have to be the one to go forward. You have to be the one to go through those bushes that are full of thorns, no matter if those bushes in your life represent you going through a divorce or you trying to get to another job, but you keep being pushed to the side because somebody else might be better. Somebody else might be more skilled. Somebody else might be more equipped. Nonetheless, it is your job, your responsibility as a man to sit there with your nose to the grind and continue to move forward. Because success doesn't come to the people that wait. You got a lot of people that like to pray for success and hope that those prayers will be answered. But you have to put the work in. Anytime I train somebody, I always tell them, if you want to move forward in any job, you have to treat that job like it's a job itself. Or you have to treat finding a job like it's a job itself. You can't just sit there and turn in resumes and hope for the best, especially if you're trying to get to a higher platform in a corporate position. You have to go shake hands and kiss babies. You have to be willing to go get cut. You have to be willing to accept rejection as well as build a network through that rejection. Because once you go through those cuts in your life, success is literally waiting on the other side of that. The people that are actually willing to work and put forward that effort are the ones that, are, that have scars to show what they've gone through and are usually the ones that can lead the next generation towards better positions in life through their experiences by telling them which way they should go. If anything, we need to get back to reading. There's a large majority of us that don't read. It always amazes me that we're literally walking around with a handheld supercomputer each and every single day and if anything, we're stuck on world star hip hop or YouTube, TikTok, whatever the world wants to show us. Ironically enough, some of those platforms are actually being utilized by the opposition. For example, TikTok in America is always gonna show you something that degenerates the mind into submission, if you will, to 
lesser things that will inspire people to do better. Versus, I believe it's TikTok in China that'll show the people over there things that'll progress them. It might show them educational things. It might show them things that will get their mental focus back on track. I don't know. It'll just basically show them a lot of better things than what we see here in America. So whenever you can't trust the media, you have to build upon the intelligence that you've been given. The intelligence that you've gifted yourself through study. A lot of us have forgotten how to study. Just like a lot of us have forgotten how to be warriors. I remember a long time ago, I was reading uh, one of my favorite books, Hagakure, which is a uh, Japanese uh, book based on Bushido and its purpose, but it was it's made up of a bunch of small stories and a bunch of quotes. So you can literally go through different pages and enjoy whatever section you'd like to without having to worry about uh, missing potential quote-unquote chapters, if you will. And uh, I remember posting about that book. This was like years ago. Somebody told me that, somebody responded rather, that the way of the warrior was found through books. To me, I didn't agree with that. Even at, at my young age, I think this was like when I was in my early teens or early 20s. But nonetheless, my mentality didn't agree with that. You cannot sit down and read a book and then become a warrior because there is no practice there. If anything, that fear keeps that person from spilling the necessary blood needed to go forward in their life. Just like that person who has the fear of moving forward and spilling blood will be afraid of getting cut. So that person, can they really call themselves a warrior? It's real easy for somebody to sit back and call themselves a warrior. Just like it's real easy for somebody to sit back and call themselves a king. I myself never agree with that monarchy mindset because at the end of the day, when I hear the word king and queen, I think two things. When it comes to a king, I think you have a kingdom made up of people who are willing to die for you and believe in you no matter what in the world happens. Now, it's really easy for somebody to sit back and say, oh, your family is a kingdom. But at the end of the day, is your family ready to die for you right off the bat? Just like the word queen. I do not subscribe to that mentality of calling all black women queens due to the fact that in order to even be a queen, you have to have somebody equal in your life that's a king. There needs to be a kingdom. You need to have subjects. And once again, you need to have somebody who's willing to die for you. And then it goes deeper, but nonetheless, you see the point I'm getting at. But last point on that, you would have lords and kings, just like you would have shoguns and you would have daimyos. Nonetheless, a daimyo, we'll go with that example. A daimyo is basically a feudal lord. And they would always try to vie for the position of Shogun. The Shogun would be 
the ruler of all the land of Japan. Just like the lords during middle medieval times, feudal era, whichever era you like, over in Europe would always vie back and forth for control of certain lands as well. In a sense, you could quote unquote, call those lords a form of kingship. But at the end of the day, that kingship involved going forth and defeating, killing other kings in order to make sure that your legacy, your kingdom, continued to expand and prosper. So, I just can't go forth and call another man king due to the fact that I don't have that mentality to try and create enemies and kill them. Now granted, there are enemies out there, but nonetheless, I'm not trying to proactively go forth and make enemies and then take them off the podium. If I have to deal with enemies, that's one thing, but I can't just call a stranger that I don't know a king. If anything, the word that I use is brother. Because building that brotherly bond to help not just create a mindset as far as getting, letting the other person know that there's somebody out there that views them as important, views them as important enough to call them brother. It's like family. We're all part of this human family to the point where, especially with us being men, it gets real foggy when it comes to remembering that we have an importance here because we get so caught up with that grind of just going to work, doing what we gotta do, being content with what we're given to the point where when we fall over it might be too late. And we have those thoughts about what's gonna happen when I pass? Who's gonna take over? Who am I gonna leave my things to? What's gonna happen to my family? That's why you cannot be afraid to achieve greater heights. Fear spills less blood because it's safe. But safety is danger. A single scar is worth a thousand cuts. You're going to have to bleed to succeed because tomorrow is not guaranteed. There is no tomorrow.